Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut! Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds, the show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. It's always interesting, usually funny, and mostly true. I'm Clay Groves, Chief Executive Fish Nerd of the Podcast a licensed fishing guide, and your very best friend. So glad to have you. Uh, Big show today. Wow, we got so much stuff, so little time. So here's what you can expect tonight. We're going to update you on a couple of contests. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, In Fisherman Magazine's top seven fishing podcasts. We're going to talk about City Marine Store's top five fishing podcasts. Hint, fish nerds are part of it. We're going to update you on Fish Guy Follows, the latest in fishing social media fish guy josh and our annual tinned fish eating challenge is on all today on the podcast that and much much more than you can ever stand so stay with us all right so the last couple of months we've been so busy we've been traveling around making the podcast doing all the things and while i'm traveling around i'm noticing i'm starting to see the fish nerds showing up in crazy places right one of the crazy places we saw it was in Fisherman Magazine. So the, the In Fisherman Magazine did a story called "The Top Seven Fishing Podcasts and How to Listen." Very exciting. So let's go down the list and see what it is. I'm going to skip the first half of the article, which is a blatant advertisement for a uh, for a speaker. It doesn't really tell you how to listen to podcasts. It tells you how to buy a speaker, which is not helpful. So they're they're making money on the on the fish nerd. So good on them. All right, top picks for the top for the fishing podcast. Number one, they chose the Itinerant Angler podcast. Uh, this is a podcast I used to listen to a lot. I haven't heard it in a long time, but the Itinerant Angler is one of the longest running fishing podcasts you'll find. Probably even older than the Fish Nerds. Its longevity is no accident. Since the podcast debut in two thousand six, host Zach Matthews has expanded his audience by hooking ha ha his listeners with exclusive interviews and captivating content. He's interviewed by legendary fishing personalities like Lefty Cray and industry leaders such as Timothy Boyle, the CEO of Columbia Sportswear. I've never heard of any of these people. Uh, due to the, its very NPR vibe, the itinerant angler is often compared to shows like This American Life. Matthew strives for, the, for his listeners to walk away with a better understanding of the sport. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, he does a good show. I, I, I've, I've reached out to him a number of times come on our show um, early in our in our career, and he's never responded. So maybe now that we're big time, maybe he will. Uh, All Eyes on Fishing. This is a show I've never heard. All Eyes on Fishing is dedicated to the friendships that are made from participating in the sport of fishing. Hosts Josh, Brad, and Mitch don't need a script to entertain and inform. Their funny personalities shine through uh, and allow for genuine flowing conversations. Beginning and experienced anglers take the All Eyes on Fishing podcast for tips, tricks, and gear reviews and comedic relief. So I should check that one out. I'm going to have to check this out. Uh, here's one I have heard and I do not listen to. Just not my style. I'm sure it's very good for those who like uh, sports. But it's called Bass Edge Radio, The Edge. Trying to catch more bass? Then this is the podcast for you. Co-hosts Aaron Martin and Kurt Dove. Yeah, this goes on like that. Um, they, they formerly were on Outdoor Channel and they continue to share this on um, this, but they're very sporty, very good old boys. Uh, this show is great for a lot of people, not for me, not my favorite. 
Uh, the Revolution with Jim and Trav. I've never heard this one. Um, again, they used to be on Outdoor Channel as well. Went from a radio station to a podcast. That's number four. Number five, The Fish Nerds. Yay! A truly unique podcast that concentrates on a variety of topics from cooking tips to fishing pet peeves. We should do that again. Host Clay Grove says he goes wherever the story takes him. Exclamation point. I like that. Uh, one time, the story took him to Boston Symphony where a famous opera singer came on stage to explain how fishing influences music. Groves considers hosting to be a labor of love. True story. He thoroughly enjoys bringing different types of guests onto the show and hearing what they have to say. The podcast is for anyone who loves fish, the sport of fishing, and eating fish. Chances are, if you not, are not into fishing at all, you'll still find this enjoyable. And then number six is Addicted to Fishing. They said they have 200,000 followers and growing every day. That's uh, ama- that's amazing. I believe it when I see it. Uh, and it anchored with April Vokey. She's actually one of the top uh, fishing podcasters in the world right now, number seven. April Vokey is sure to get you excited about the next trip, even if you never fly fish. She's super nice and uh, has a huge amount of followers, and she's does a good show, too. I'm not, again, it's, uh, I'm not a fly fisher, so I don't listen very often, but often, but there it is. So that's the top seven, according to In Fisherman Magazine. Now, City Marine Store put together a, uh, I like them now, a, a top five best fishing podcast as part of their blog feature uh, and online fishing shows. This is uh, from the citymarinestore.com. And here are their top choices. Fishing Florida radio show with Bo, Bo Boudreau, Steve Chapman, and Captain Mike. Uh, actually, Dave Kellum and I were on that show uh, as a guest a bunch of years ago. Nice people. I also think that they've also had uh, Chamo from Chamo's Lures, Luke, on there at one point or another. So, nice show. They do a real radio show. It's not really a podcast, not a true podcast, but still good. Uh, Fish Strong with uh, Luke and Joe Simons. Never, heard, I've never seen this show either. But uh, these guys are from Salt Strong. So two brothers quit their job to help people catch more fish. Fish Strong podcast writes tips from saltwater, freshwater, and sports fishermen. Over 60 shows loaded with information. So check that out. Fish Nerds with Clay Groves. That's me. Uh, celebration of fish, fishing, and eating fish. So you guys know this one. Uh, and they compare this one to NPR's Car Talk. Um, so that's really cool. And then Inshore Journal on here as well. Another show I've not heard, but I need to check it out. Inshore Journal is centered around light tackle and saltwater fishing. I love light tackle and saltwater fishing. And then Ike Live is number five here. Ike Live fishing talk show with Mike Iconelli, uh, or Ike. <laughs> they spelled his name wrong, I think, in this uh, <coughs> in this article. Uh, and he does a uh, online video podcast that translates into a podcast. High energy, noisy. A lot of our listeners listen, listen to his show. And so we're, we're happy to share a page with him. Uh, and so that's pretty good. And so we're, we're, we're actually really thankful and excited to be sharing uh, the spotlight with some of these other, other podcasters. Many of these podcasts, I would say almost all of them, are highly sponsored podcasts, highly produced. They started with money, they end with money, and uh, they've got a whole production team on uh, making them go. And so the fact that this little show that just has me producing it and editing it and doing all the work... Um, it's pretty exciting to be kind of sharing space with these guys, and I, I and I I hope that we can keep going. And we're we're super glad that you listeners are with us, and we're thankful. So that's uh, the top fishing shows on the internet these days. Okay, so Christmas is coming. 
it's as of recording right now, it's the 20th of December. You got just five days. You can do this even day of it. So the question is, have you done your shopping yet? For the anglers on your list, check out Fisher Guiding Gift Certificates, which can be redeemed for guided fishing trips and charters all around the whole world, including trips with our very own Fish Nerds Guide Service. That's me. Fisher Guiding has over guides in over 25 countries, 2,000 trips you can choose from. You can book right online, and they add more every day. Plus, Fisher Guiding has put together a gift guide on their blog with 10 recommended gift items from brands in fishing or the outdoors space. And each brand donated one item for a giveaway. Anyone who buys a Fisher Guiding gift certificate worth 50 bucks or more by Christmas, you got four days left, will be automatically entered to win one of the items in Fisher Guiding's holiday gift guide. And exclusively for Fish Nerd Nation, that's you guys, Fisher Guiding is offering 5% bonus value on gift certificates. When you buy a gift certificate on fisherguiding.com, there's a space to write a special message. In that box, make sure you write to the Fisher Guiding team and tell them that you heard about this gift guide from the Fish Nerds. And they'll add 5% bonus onto whatever you purchase. Uh, Fish Nerds Guide Service has been partnering with Fisher Guiding since last year. Uh, about, I would say, more than half our trips were booked through this website. They're great SEO, so if you're looking to reach more people, they'll get you there. So if you guide, sign up. If you're looking for a, if you're on vacation on a guide, go there. Check out their trips. Plan or book your next trip on fisherguiding.com, the modern way to book fishing trips. You can buy gift certificates online at fisherguiding.com slash gift dash certificate so fisherguiding.com slash gift dash certificates uh, and of course links will be in the show notes you can click on through and do it all right how about some fish guy follows fish guy josh joins us whenever he can to share his latest social media finds this time i think he's on the youtubes Welcome, fellow fish nerds, to the latest edition of Fish Guy Follows, with me, your host, Fish Guy Josh, where we take a look at some of the fishiest things in social media, including Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it, we cover it. So hang on tight while the rest of this song rocks your face off, and then sit back and relax. It's time for Fish Guy Follows. This week, we're going to tackle a platform that we have yet to tackle on Fish Guy Follows, and that is YouTube. And today's focus is going to be a YouTube channel that I'm sure a lot of you guys probably have already heard of, um, and it's called Catfish and Carp. Now, when you're looking for Catfish and Carp on YouTube, you're going to search not all one word like you typically do on Instagram. Just search, just type in Catfish and Carp. And their channel should come up. They're pretty popular. And this guy, Luke, uh, posts videos. Uh, he tries to do weekly videos, and he's pretty good about weekly videos. They come out every Saturday. Um, so you can rely on good, steady content from this channel. Now, what are you going to find on Catfish and Carp? All kind of stuff. This guy is a great YouTube subscription if you're not already subscribing to him. He started off kind of doing a lot of gear reviews, things like that, some how-to videos, and they're really cool. He's a really interesting guy, but then he had his first child, 
and he started including the kid Tommy in his videos, and he has since had two more boys, and uh, they are all active members of the YouTube channel. So basically, you get to see a dad who loves fishing trying to shoot videos while also trying to involve his sons and teaching them how to fish. So it makes for some pretty hilarious videos. Basically, if you look through some of his playlists, uh, it really sums up how he organizes all of his videos. I mean, he's got fishing gear review, cook and catch reviews and tutorials on a lot of different fish, um, a lot of overview, general overviews of how to catch catfish and carp, but other fish as well. Uh, he's actually originally from Alaska, so a lot of times when he goes back to visit, he'll shoot a lot of great videos of fishing for different fish up there. Um, he goes into a lot of specific ones, uh, like specific techniques, like how to use a certain type of bait, like a live bait or a stink bait or whatever for catfish, and then maybe like how to how to use carp, uh, boilies, and things like that. So he really has a wide range of content. He also does a lot of cool challenge videos, which I think is actually one of my favorite things he does. Uh, don't get me wrong, the tutorials are, are great videos, and, and I've learned a lot of stuff that I didn't know from watching them, and I absolutely love uh, just the interaction between him and his sons. But one of my favorite things is these challenge videos he does where it'll be anything from like, I'm going to see if I can catch... 100 pounds of flathead, 100 pounds of blue catfish, and 100 pounds of channel catfish to, hey, I'm going to make my own fishing hooks and then see if I can catch fish with them. One of his most recent ones was using this um, berry that he that grows wild where he lives and harvesting it and boiling it down and, and making it into some kind of carp boily and then seeing if he could catch bait or, or actually catch fish with it. One of the most hilarious ones was when he had a bunch of gummy worms, including a giant like three pound gummy worm he bought uh, for his his boys to eat. Um, and he used that to try and catch catfish on. So the the challenge videos are my personal favorite, but this guy has something for everybody. If you're not already subscribing to Catfish and Carp, you should uh, because it is a great follow. He's also got a really cool webpage, catsandcarp.com, with a lot of just informational material and a store with some cool gear if you're into that and, and, and you appreciate what he does and want to kind of wear his brand. But all around, a great guy, a real funny guy. He also has a... Uh, he has another YouTube channel called Outdoor Boys where it's more adventures of him and his kids, but doing stuff besides fishing, fishing included, but but a lot of cool like camping and, and metal work, metal craft, stuff like that. So he's a really awesome follow, Catfish and Carp, if you want to find him on YouTube. You can also search his other channel, Outdoor Boys, also on YouTube. And don't forget, you can follow me on YouTube and Instagram and Twitter, all one word, Fish Guy Josh. Check him out. Check me out. Don't spend all your time looking at social media. But if you want something fun and fishy, there's something for you. Catfish and carp. Enjoy, and I'll see you next time. All right. Thanks, fish guy. All right. I need to update you on a few things. First of all,
We are running a stinky bait contest. Call 607-378. Tell me your name, where you're from, and the stinkiest, grossest fishing bait you've ever used. Maybe maybe even mention the kind of fish you've caught with it. Uh, And when we get 10 or 15 of these together, we will run a contest giving away a fish nerd's prize package that includes a nice fuzzy warm fish nerds beanie some decals and lots more goodies 607-378-FISH to enter stinky bait fish nerds are running the Piscatomy awards this year the biggest awards in fishing well it's not the biggest one yet but you can help us get there go to piscatomyawards.com and nominate your favorite fish nerd for one of 10 categories where they can win fabulous prizes. Categories like best conservationist, best guide, best uh, restaurant that serves sustainable seafood, things like that. Uh, We're right now in the nomination phases. When that ends, which will be in just a few days, we will count all the results up and we will share just a few choices out and then we will finally make the choice for the finals. And then sometime in late January, we will have a giant awards night with a red carpet and announce who won the 2018 Pescatomy Awards. At this next spot, uh, we always lose listeners at this point, Uh, (laughs) but this next spot is our annual Tinned Fish Challenge. We got together, we being Rich Collins, me, Vinny Maturo, my uh, fishing partner, and Travis Rocket, another guide, got together, and we had some beers and a bunch of tinned fish. And we made an attempt to, to taste and eat all the fish. Now, Rich has really good taste. Uh, and he this year, he tried to go for good tasting things, which I think is less fun than weird tasting stuff. But there's still some surprises in there. If you are easily grossed out or you vomit easily or the word vomit makes you nauseous or spew or hurl or blow chunks or technicolor yawn, if any of those things are upsetting to you... Um, don't listen anymore, uh, and just we'll see you in, in two weeks. We're taking next week off. Uh, but if you want to have good, some good fun and hear some terrible eating sounds, uh, enjoy the rest of the Fish Nerds podcast today and our Tinned Fish Challenge. All right, Fish Nerds. Clay Groves here. We're hanging out at Rich Collins's Fancy Pants Chalet. Uh, he doesn't work. All he does is has money and can afford fancy things like chalets. And we're here for the third annual Tinned Fish Challenge challenge and uh, <laughs> uh today we're here uh, in the room with us we have uh rich collins of course is here uh vinnie say hi hello vinnie maturo is here and travis the rocket is here hi travis Turn it on. How's it going, guys? <laughs> All right. Travis is here, and Rich is here. I just licked the can. Yeah. And so today we're going to be sampling, uh, and we highly recommend if you're not into tinned fish, you give this a go. Get your friends together. Crack a few beers. Today we're going to be trying uh, Jack Mackerel. Jack Mackerel. Uh, bangus. Bangus. The, the, the theme is Bangus. Bangus. Bangus is pretty important uh minced prawns because we know Vinny loves it so much we've got uh <laughs> albacore it's extinct abalone. Uh, abalone 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 what's the difference there's uh, <laughs> a difference Dead and and another kind of bangor it packed in olive oil and smoked bangus no, it's bangus oh, excuse me bang uh, bangus in corn oil so that's the the adventure we're about to have and of course roasted eel which we all like for dessert 
Yeah. Roasted eel is like a... For dessert. And we're going to be serving them on crackers tonight. And so my we, vote is we start with the uh, pat macro. What do you think? Oh, the gross first. I try not to do all gross. I wanted to do some, like, quality. It's disappointing, actually. <laughs> There's no octopus eyes. Right. There's no, like... Well, why don't we start with the eel, then? So it's, it's nice what? right here in front look, of me. It's look at beautiful. Look how nice it looks. It roasted. Yeah, Vinny, hand me a club cracker there. Let's get, give this a go. The bangus is calling us over here. That yeah. Looks kind of uh, a chunk. Yeah. Last year we did this on ice. It was terribly cold out here. So I get a little beautiful piece oh, of smoked look at that eel. Spine. Did you get a fork or something? Yeah, I got all kinds of stuff. But oh, look at that. For good God's spines. sake. Uh, it's, yeah, it's got bones in it. Uh, for those who are sighted people, uh, it's kind of grayish pink. <laughs> Travis is looking nervous. <laughs> Mm, I'm just tasting the sauce in my fingers. Delicious. It smells yeah. good. Yeah, it smells excellent. I brought all my wife's nice little we didn't have that last year. spoons. We can tell your wife isn't here, Rich, because we're yes. just doing it around the table. <laughs> she, she pretty much said, don't do that again because it smelled up the house. <laughs> For weeks. <laughs> we're making a mess already. No, it wasn't weeks. It was just that night. All right, here Smoke. we go. Smoke to you. Oh, Clay's already eating. I'm in. Um, oh, Vinny's eating. Smoked deal's good. I mean, you really can't complain about yeah, smoked deal. I can eat that. It's got all day. texture. It's got flavor. Salt. Yeah, I yeah, might. I might soy. just buy it for the ice shacks yeah. this year. And these are cheap, like a buck forty nine a mm. can. I think. I like gingery glaze on it or yeah. something along those lines. It's nice. A little bite to it. Trap is going for it. Oops, that's not bad at all. So this is boring. <laughs> Travis, how's the fishing been this year? It's been all right. It's been a, it's been a pretty good start. Early ice is always good. And, and, the, and the pan fishing's been pretty good, too. What have you caught? A couple panfish and a couple yellow perch and one brown trout. That's it. You know, I've never caught a brown trout through the ice. I've caught a bunch on traps. I've never caught, never caught one on a jig rod, though. This will be your year. you got to do it. What do you think? That's not a eel. It's really good, but it doesn't it doesn't remind me of eel at all. No, not that I know what eel would really taste like. But. You've never caught and eaten an eel? No. Really? No. You know, you live down the seacoast. No eels. Eels are super easy to catch. No. Little ones. You can still eat them. No. Poach them. You mean, when you say poach, do you mean boil or do I you mean... I mean, people come and like poach them. That's a big mm. seacoast thing to come steal them. Ah. For big dollars, little babies. All right, so I've never seen big ones. So, so move one, smoked eel, no big deal, right? No gagging. Yeah, this is the worst show ever. All right, so why don't we do something a little different? Uh, And Travis just pointed at the Jack mackerel. Uh, So, Travis, I'm gonna let you try that first. Yeah, can you, Rich? Can you take a piece of that Jack mackerel, which comes in this can full of this like. Awesome sauce. Uh, Isn't that like cranberry sauce when you pour it out of the can? It's got the ridges on it. The pitcher is like a four-inch slab with the skin on it. It would be great if it fell out of the can just like that. Sadly, it's packed in some kind of really thick oil. Uh, and Travis has volunteered to eat this one first. And so we're going to just set that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you spilled it on the counter on my microphones. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Hang on a second. I need a picture of this. Now, just to describe this, this looks like bait on a cracker. That looks like bait on top. <laughs> Hang on a second. Not yet. Not yet. Like We need a picture of that. Travis, can you just pick that up for a picture? Oh, my God. So just visualize a bluefish bait on a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you for stripers. Hold <laughs> it's like it up a little higher. Oh my god! <laughs> How did you leave this hole? <laughs> <laughs> like deep darks. <laughs> oh, I hate that man. <laughs> So, what do you think? <laughs> I have video. I can't That's describe awesome. what's going on. Travis, Travis is about to lose it. He, he can't. He can't. He can't even right now. He can't even. <laughs> that was the worst tasting I've ever tasted. That was like tasted like bait. Oh. Bait. That's the best so, part. There's another one. <laughs> I got it. We need to take some more pictures. Hold that up again. <laughs> oh, I'm doing a video. Hang on. Yeah, that's any of it. You spit it all up. You're uh, not going to really go down. It's really not bad. It's not bad. It looks like tuna fish. It does look like tuna fish. Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. All right, so I got tuna cracker. It smells. It smells like tuna fish, actually. What do you think? Oh, yeah, it does smell like tuna. Little mayonnaise on this. Tuna out of the can. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that's awful. Mm. You know what? It's not bad. It's not gross. It's awful. It's just not pleasant. It needs mayonnaise. It's tuna fishy. It's rubber It's thick. It's rubbery. And very fishy. I think just a little mayonnaise. I think be good to go. It's not our mackerel. It's Jack's okay. mackerel. It's mackerel of another country. Oh, what they call Jack mackerel. We call that foreign mackerel. <laughs> and the front looks like the front looks like the, the front looks like the mackerel we catch in like the Atlantic Ocean. It looks just like it on the front. But it's live. Look, look at nice like when you put a foreign hook on and toss out yeah. to the bottom. <laughs> Sabiki, rig it up and cut it up and good good to go. Good to go. We're ready to go striper fishing or or blue fishing. It is Chinese mackerel. It is a product of China. I actually like it. I'm having another piece. It's not bad. I just said tuna fish. <laughs> Maybe it's a little rough, yeah. but flavor it's okay. Maybe we're this is our third year. Yeah, we're, we're Maybe we're toughened up a little bit. Veterans on this. Right. Um, that was cat food. Cat food. What's next? Or Vinny's going for another piece. Uh, piece. Take another little chunk. Yeah. Let me take a picture of that, Vinny. It's not bad. Not that. The mess, so your wife can see that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's that smell? <laughs> Why can't you watch sports and gamble like normal husbands? All right, let's try one of the uh, bangers. Bangus. 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 Now, can can you describe what a bangus is? Like, what does this mean? So I started looking it up on Wikipedia or whatever, but bangus is a milkfish. Very simple, small, silver, um, almost like a large sardine. It's not that gross. It's not that crazy. It's just bangus. 
So why don't we try the Philippine milkfish in soya oil, Spanish style, first? Um, since I've got it in my hand right here. From Victoria's Foods, Philippine milkfish. And that came from Seattle. My wife got it at the large Asian market in Seattle, which I forgot the name, but she brought that home special because it's bangus. <laughs> bangus? I barely even know us. All right, let's go for it. Bangus. We need to use more microphones. It's hard to get all the audio. It's going to be a lot of editing. Uh, okay. There's a carrot. That's not a fish? <laughs> Why did they put a carrot in there? Oh, a piece of skin. What do you think about this? That's nasty. <laughs> do, you, do you ever regret hanging out with us? <laughs> no, not, not really. Just nasty stuff. Oh, look, they're spine. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That looks good. Kind of. I mean, it looks better than the uh, mackerel. The mackerel was edible. Except for the the volume that Travis had on his uh, thing. <laughs> oh, it's so slimy I can't pick the can up anymore. Like that, the level of slime. It, it's it. Oh, okay. So you guys got the most solid pieces. The first serving is the most solid. The rest is kind of like a juiced fish. Uh, if <laughs> if you've never run a fish through a juicer, you've never lived. All right, Travis, you're on. Okay, here we go. Did you just eat it? I did. It's really not bad. No, kind of the cracker overpowers it. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is a lot of these look terrible. Yeah, more on that cracker there, yeah you can't make a sandwich. <laughs> oh, it's like one little dab. You gotta put a, Get a chunk. chunk. Mm. You know, I like it. Yeah, I like it a lot. Not too bad. It's good stuff. You like the bangus? Bangus is your is your mentor. I love it. I love bangus. I love bangus. Need some more seasoning. Good, eh? That's not that bad. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm gonna buy it very often, but bangus isn't bad. Well, that's the first bangus. We have two more bangus. We have two more. Let me get some beer to clear my palate with some beer. Use corn oil. Mm-hmm. And a smoked bangus. You're smoked in corn oil and smoked in olive oil. I can't imagine they're different. <laughs> Travis, you okay? Okay. You having more of the same? I don't think I tried to bang us. It's not bad. It, I, I, I'm a little bit disappointed. I think you bought things that taste good. I did. I did. And it's not quite the same. I mean, it doesn't look like food. Mince prawns. Mm-hmm. Vinny loves mince prawns. Baby puke. Basically poop in a diaper. Listen, now this last year, Vinny almost lost it. But this was after yeah, eating... Was it two years ago? No, last year the one that was hard for us was the uh, the baby eels and the shrimp paste, right? Baby eels Were you there? Oh, we had this little can of baby eels. And, uh, yeah, Damon from the Conway Sun was there. And I'm not convinced they were real eels. No, they were like bean sprouts. They were bean sprouts, I think. Yeah, they couldn't have been eels. And it would have been, I'm not sure they would be legal to eat those in this country. There's plenty of this left. Uh, I guess straw. The bottom of the mackerel can looks like a, just like mackerel fruit punch. Mm. All right. All right. Let's do the shrimp paste. Vinny loves Vinny's up paste. first. Oh, oh. I need a second to let that sink in. Oh, you <laughs> lost most it. Of it all. No, there's still a bunch on there. It smells real good. No, it doesn't. Nope. <laughs> all right. I'm going to give this a go. Oh. 
It's just, just describing it. it. Just, just imagine cat vomit on a cracker. I love it. Oh, it's like, it's like curried shit. Dude, that's worse than it should be. It's like curried shit with extra shit. I'm just going to give it a play, but Travis just, uh, just like a little baby who had too much mama's milk, just lost it all. And and doesn't he have the, like the, the, uh, the, the common courtesy to find a bathroom all over the table. (laughs) That was disgusting. That is the grossest thing out there. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm impressed, Travis. Uh, <laughs> you know you can't do this again with us if you're gonna spit on the table. <laughs> if you're gonna vomit on a table, you can't hang out with us. I'm sorry. Nasty. Oh, that stuff is like. Oh, I'd rather eat a Schmidt shiner out of a bucket. My wife does not enjoy puke on the table. Actually, very good if you mix it with whatever you're supposed to mix it with. I like it. No, in some sort of stir fry or. I don't know, with other stuff, heated up and not straight on a cracker, wouldn't be bad, but on its, by itself, no way. I love it. Right. I think it's delicious. You're the one that hates it, Vinny. That's your favorite. I got that just for you. I appreciate that, Rich. Thank you. I think it's delightful. I think it's... Yeah. For those who don't know Travis Rocket, he's just barely 17 years old. And <laughs> he hasn't explored the world yet around him and has no idea what bad is yet. I haven't seen a grown-up vomit in a really long time, but he vomited on my table, and my wife's going to... Smoked Bangus is next, and this is the in corn oil. Let me just kind of... Smoking Bangus. Smoked Bangus in corn oil. No preservatives. All right, so I had I had three servings of that um, shrimp paste, and it was good until now. <laughs> and <clears throat> now it's starting to, like, hurt me. Yep. I'm... Back. I'm now starting to regret some choices I've made, Vinny. Have you ever, any, ever done anything you regretted in life? Oh, I've done quite a few things probably that I've regretted in life. Yeah. We won't get into that. Yeah, I, I, regret, <laughs> I regret the, uh, the, the mint shrimp. Yeah, I was enjoying that for a minute, and now I am not. That doesn't even say paprika. It says paprika color. <laughs> <laughs> Prawn, 18%. Water, onion, garlic, soybean. Peanut, lemongrass, Chili, sugar, modified cornstarch, monosodium glutamate, salt, and paprika color. <laughs> paprika color. Contains prawn, soybean, peanut product produced in a facility that uses sesame and seafood. So if you have seafood or nut allergies, you are fucked. We're, we're screwed. Yeah. It's a product of Thailand. Yeah. Interesting fun fact, 18% prawn, which means it's got... Uh, what, is that 72% other stuff in there? <laughs> puke. Baby puke. 82% other things. Hugo would put that on a cracker and raise his pinky and be like, oh. Done right. Cooked properly. It's probably pretty good. Use it as part of a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. But if I never eat it again, I'm going to be okay. Bangus. Smoked bangus. Let's do this. It's gooey. It's chewy. Delightful. Oh, it's like if, if imagine f- just visually, imagine a fish packed in maple syrup. 
<laughs> Just as a visual thought. So I put these in uh, ramen noodles that I got at the Asian market, which they call the Oriental market. And they're delicious, like a little fish, like smoked fish or cured fish in ramen noodles. Great. I think a lot of food, if you're blind, it'd be better tasting. Yeah. I agree. spine. I'm not afraid of a little spine. All right, I'm going to go for this bangus. This is the smoked bangus in corn oil. You want to do it first? You go. I feel a little funny stuff from the uh, shrimp. It's, it's Ooh, starting to. I'm starting there. to regret my shrimp worse. Third helping of shrimp. Yeah. Oh, Vinny's looks gross. Uh, am I going for it? Now I've got mine on a club cracker. Vinny's taking his on a uh, Ritz cracker. So. All right. It just more salt. Need something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's nothing. A little smoky. Not bad. Barely has any flavor. All right. Travis is a little afraid of this. Salty finish. It's a, yeah, it's definitely salty fish. Oh, you went for the straight, straight up, not smoked. No, you put, you're doing the wrong one. Smoked, smoked. Travis can't read. <laughs> um, first impression, Travis. Maple maple syrup with fish around it. That's my impression. What's yours? Chicken broth and fish. Mm. Almost. I don't know. This is a brown texture around it. Okay. Yeah, way to pick boring shit out. Well, I mean, I didn't want to gross Lila. I heard a lot of complaints about the puking last time. So, only one paste. I think it was just John, the crappy hippie, complaining more than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, can, I do know for sure that his favorite shows are the, these kind of things. We can send him the leftovers. <laughs> just open it in a Ziploc bag and mail it out to him. <laughs> Fermented after it ferments a little while. Nothing says I love you like the gift of uh, fish wine. Bangus. <laughs> Bangus. All right. What's next? Are you done that one yet? No. I'm I just had this shrimp urge. Or something about it. Is it garlic, maybe? No, it's shit. Maybe the paprika color? It's, it's just, I, it's delightful. The paprika color pushes it over. It's delightful. It gets you every time. Yeah. Can't pass up the color. I think I like it. Oh, come on, stop putting fish in my microphones. I don't know. It is now. Oh. You're not even trying. There's not even a napkin near you. Oh, for fuck's sake. Needs more salt. There's not much there. Fucking, look at this. My, my microphone is dripping with fish oil. Corn oil. Corn oil and your your phone, your iPhone also. I'm, I'm just disappointed. Players hiding his microphone. Let's let's. Why don't we do the? Uh, it's just ab- right, so abalone. Yeah. So this one bothers me because abalone is supposed to be threatened, <clears throat> endangered. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you, how does one threaten abalone? If you watch the same shows I do, apparently. Abalone is a currency to trade for drugs in South Africa. So I was watching the show. What kind of drugs? Um, quaaludes. Does anyone remember quaaludes? Those uppers or downers, man. Downers, man. But apparently in South Africa, there's a growing and or, um, how do I say legitimate trade between quaaludes and abalone meat they use it as currency so everybody gets everything cheap make the quaaludes cheap 
in China, you make the abalone abalone cheap by diving for it, and it's a currency to trade for drugs. Now, for those who don't know, abalone, I believe, is at that half shelf shellfish that sits to rocks, right? Like a snail of some sort. Yeah, it's not, bad. not much different than a yeah clamor, clamor uh, oyster. Well, a clamor oyster would be a bivalve. And I think abalone are those like they're just they're just a, a monovalve. They're just that one ha- shell that sticks to a rock. Like <laughs> nature's suction cup. <laughs> Mono shell. That's pretended. <laughs> no one ever calls him that. <laughs> it looks like a vagina. It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's a shiny, it's a shiny vagina. Is what I'm like. Now, Travis, you, you're young. Maybe you've never seen one before. <laughs> that looks just like a vagina, honestly. There's a fresh one from the American Abalone in Davenport, California. It's a really clam. <laughs> this is where the, the term clam so in the is, negative sense guy. So what, uh, this is abalone. Is it like uh, ground up or is it? Well, we're going to find out. So we're going to scoop well, it out. We should, we should read the, it's packed in some pretty heavy duty oils. Box. XO abalone sauce, sauce oh, okay. XO, and it says meal of emperor. That's what it says right on the package. I'm not being like crazy. It says meal of emperor. It's probably going to be good. Okay, let me just describe it. I've got a spoonful of it right now. And it looks as if if you took hell and ground it all up with some oil and put it on a spoon, that's what this would look just like. I'm going to put on a cracker right now. Um, it does look like bacon bits. Uh, um, it's going to be delightful because wars are fought over this. Um, drugs are created for this. I'm going to eat this in lieu of drugs tonight. Uh, Vinny's going to eat this and then do drugs tonight. We're in New Hampshire. That's right. Every every state around us, drugs are legal except for New Hampshire. Yeah, it does look crunchy. I'm, I wonder if the shells are ground up in this. It's like dried up honey. Mm. It does look like crystallized honey. Right, I'm going to take a bite. And I won't share my thoughts until after. Oh my God. I feel like an emperor now, though. It's a little spicy. Food of emperor. It's got a little heat to it. Oily. Super oily. Wow. Mm, food of emperor. Just like weird. Just like clams. It gets worse. It gets worse the more you chew. Uh, after you swallow it, it it climbs back up your throat and it punches you in the back of your nose. Yeah, it's chunky like it's chunky like nothing I've ever chunked. That's just weird. That's not very emperor like. Yeah, I think you over whatever you pay for this, you overpaid for it. I do prefer the shrimp paste. So, Vinny, if you're comparing the shrimp paste and the abalone, what are you? I'll take abalone all day. All day. I'm in on the shrimp paste. No. That's weird, isn't it? I mean, it does taste mostly like olive oil and spices. Yeah, it's definitely spicy. What's, what are the ingredients on this one? I can't see. <coughs> you guys They're speak. on the box. You guys speak Chinese. All right, so let me check the box out here. Uh, let's see. Uh, That's the gift that keeps on giving. I can't read the I can't read the box here. It's like a hooker. Wait, wait, wait. Ingredients: refined canola oil, dried scallops, garlic, shallot, dried shrimp, sugar, salt, abalone extract, chili flavor enhancer. Chili flavor enhancer. Uh, paprika, 
capsium, uh, which is which is spices, uh, and that's it. So there actually is no abalone in this. What? So to answer the question, abalone are endangered, and there's no abalone. It's got scallops, it's got shrimp, it's got paprika. It is the shrimp paste in a new form. But it has abalone extract, so what does that mean? That means someone just hugged an abalone and whenever squirted out, they put it in there. <laughs> but there's no actual abalone in there. A whole lot of big fancy words, too. Disodium 5. I don't can't even say that other word. Well, uh, disodium one through th- four are illegal now. Are they? I made that up. I have no idea. <laughs> so there's no abalone in that abalone. It's abalone essence there uh, because it's an endangered species. So they get some essence. We call it fake alone. <laughs> they rub some water from the abalone shell area on the garlic and then they make baby puke um i didn't i didn't like it at all no no i don't think i'll go back for any more of that what's n- all right so why don't we go back to the bangus this time in olive oil and see what we think of that that's gonna oh yeah that's a big slab all right so what i have here it looks like an entire fillet of whatever kind of fish this is Way exceeds the size of the, size of the cracker. This is the Bengus in olive oil on a cracker. Did you get a picture of that? <laughs> All right, I'm going to take a bite of this thing. It is just a slab of meat. You know, it, it tastes like food. I could eat that. It's good. Yeah, that's not bad. Bones I'd eat that. Yeah. Even even with the bones, I eat, I eat this whole, like the whole backbone showing in this thing. <laughs> it looks like I'm eating a fossil. Travis... That's really good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny these these bones have been sitting in the oil so long you don't even feel them in your mouth. Like it's you would expect to like be crunching on a bone, but it's just delicious. Hmm. All right, so this fish challenge was disappointing. Well, no, we have something people would eat. Bangus. Mazagana, smoked bangus and corn oil, or. Mazagana bangus in olive oil? That one's better. Yeah, we like them. The, the olive oil one's definitely better. They're both good. Both good. I know. I think I like that shrimp paste. <laughs> okay, so now I've swallowed that um, bangus in olive oil. I had a huge piece of it. And now I'm feeling that spice is coming through that I wasn't, I wasn't tasting earlier. Are you feeling that? Yeah, I got spice. I'm not sure if it's from the um, abalone, though, still. But, yeah, it's definitely got a little heat to it. I like it. Yeah, Bengus is good. Have a little prawn. I'm going to have a little more prawn. Oh, no. No. Look at that. No. Look at that. Mm. That's good. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's gross. You know what? That would be good in a smoothie. Mm. Travis, is this your first smoked fish challenge yeah. or canned fish challenge? What are your overall thoughts? I think it's pretty gross, but I mean, <laughs> the, food, the food isn't that too bad unless the one I puked on is the shrimp paste. You would have had trouble the last two years. This was the easiest we've ever had it. <laughs> we might cycle back. There may be a second fish challenge coming up this, this winter because this seemed a little too mild, a little too uh, rich for my blood. So is the goal to gross people out or is the goal to enjoy tinned fish? Uh, there's no... 
goal. It's entertainment. And I think gross is more entertaining than, than pleasure. Yeah, I would think. You got a little gross, you got a little good, and that's good entertainment right there. Now, the, the mess you made on the table here is way grosser than what we ate. You just you keep pouring this stuff everywhere. My wife's not here. <laughs> All right, I'm going to turn this off now. Fishnerds.com, thank you so much for uh, listening, and we apologize for Travis puking on the table. <laughs> Say pass the eels. Yep. <laughs> pass the I forgot eels. about the eels. I'm going to go back to that one. All right, we're back, and that was freaking terrible. We're so glad uh, you guys stayed with us, or if you fast-forward to this point, I'll never know. But uh, that's it. You've listened to a bunch of fish nerds when you should have been fishing. Special thanks to Fish Guy Josh uh, in Fisherman Magazine. Uh, Special thanks to Rich Collins for spending his money on uh, tinned fishes. Thanks to Vinny, to to, uh, Travis Rocket, and everybody else involved with this whole Silly silliness, this whole thing. Uh, so until next time, follow the code of the fish nerd spawn early and often. Never trust a swim lunch. <laughs> Never trust a swim lunch. I've been drinking beer. Never trust a free lunch with be- with beers attached. Never trust a free lunch with strings attached and swim against the current every chance you get. We will see you in the new year. We're taking next week off to spend time with our families and do some fishing. And we will come back with some brand new content. In 2019, happy freaking new year. Whether you're fly fishing in a stream, getting those ankles wet, or deep in the ocean casting nets, fish nerds, fish nerds, fish nerds, it's a podcast. Just for the halibut. Fried in a basket or broiled in a pan, eat it raw like you're in Siam, fish nerds, fish nerds. Fish Nerds, it's a podcast. Hello and welcome to the Fish Nerds, the show about fish, fishing, and eating fish. I'm I'm Clay Groves, Chief Executive Fishing Guard. Guide, guard. Uh, I came to three, two.